Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Welcome to Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm your host, Mike C., hiding from a bunker in an undisclosed location this week, but the guys are in the studio. We're bringing you horror movie news, what we have of it, and we're going to continue on right now, and we're going to just keep having fun. You guys need fun out there. We want to have fun. But and I girls want to have fun. Alone. No, no, no. I want to just spread the joy, and I want you guys to to have fun with our co-hosts, with the best guys in the business. First, he will satisfy you on every level. He is the one and only Rich. That's right. I'm all about satisfaction. Of course, it's it's kind of funny because uh, the way you sound is is like bunker radio. Yeah, it's, it's great. This, this is, is fantastic. This is, this is actually working out better than I thought yep. when I said you could do this remotely. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. I'm I'm. Uh, I'm bunkered down right now, so bunkered, kinda. not hunkered. Yeah, he's 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 <laughs> yeah. from an undisclosed bunkered. location, so you you folks don't know that he's been hoarding all the teepee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have uh, I have a total of about six rolls. So I have really, uh, I've been, I've been a glutton this year. Rolling deep. Yeah. Hey, since this whole thing, in the last, in the last two weeks, my wife was telling me we're a family of three and we've only gone through two rolls in the last six weeks. So I don't, I don't think that it's necessary to have 15 mega packs. No, no, it isn't. Yeah. Just one, one or two, one or two slices, right? One or two sheets. That's all we 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 haven't even hit rationing yet. We still have some left over. Unless you have some explosive diarrhea and you really need a few. That's why you got to limit the the Taco Bell intake (laughs) these times. And uh, that's going to be next week's topic. On <laughs> Taco Bell? <laughs> that's real life <laughs> horror and toilet paper altogether. shortage. Oh, man. Yeah. But uh, you also hear the other gentleman in the studio. He's been showing up more and more, and he's here again this week. He is the smartest man in all of horror podcasting. Welcome back, the professor. Well, hello. How are you? Hello. Well, hey. I was gonna say, well, well, you know, it's 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 easier for him to show up these days because he's kind of yeah, I'm he's teaching remotely. Of, he's teaching remotely. <laughs> he's an out of work professor right now. So. You're, you're, you're well, he's not out of work. He's still working. No, I'm working. I'm working from working. home. But he's remotely ah. working. Like you are remotely doing this podcast. He is remotely doing his job. Yeah, I'm. I'm so this uh, is what it feels like to work remotely. Teaching it's online. Uh, yeah, teaching online. Uh, it's not my first rodeo. I've taught online before. Um, you know, just keeping the, a lot of, well, spring break started very early for one of the schools I teach at. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of extra time now because I've done this before and I got everything on line very early as compared to a lot of other teachers. So yeah, I'm, yeah. here I am. Good job. 
Thanks. You, you're keeping well, it. Hey. Unsung heroes are the teachers who are uh, are doing things remotely these days. Yeah, uh, especially yeah. Uh, those older ones that didn't know how to use that system. Well, <laughs> I, I'm hoping I'm hoping my bosses are keeping a list, and you know, like these are the people that needed so much work, and you know, well, maybe they shouldn't get the full time jobs, and I should get a full time job. Uh, <laughs> you know? He's weaseled his way in. <laughs> yeah, you get a full time job, and you get a full time job. That's that's going to be you, buddy. There's uh, not going to be anybody left after all this is done. You're going to be taken over. <laughs> I'll reap all the benefits. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, we're, we're obviously in the middle of a, of a crisis uh, right now, a worldwide crisis, but we've got some horror movie news. You guys want to jump into that? Yeah, this could be the last Let's... week of horror movie news. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Then we're going to have yeah, to go, we're gonna gonna go back lot, in time. So... We're going to have to look at horror of the past for a while. But, but don't you fret, listeners. Yeah, it'd be like me... listening to one of the old Casey Kasem's Top 40, you know, from say... like 1987. Don't you fret, listeners, because we will come to you every week. We With will new just, content. We will still, we'll still have new content. We'll have a lot of fun. A lot more reviews. A lot more yeah, uh, diving into different things. Right? Talking about but... talking about some more obscure things, some older things that yeah, people right. may have forgotten about. You I know, know I'm, I'm real excited. In a couple weeks, I, I'm just going to drop. I'm just going to drop the bombshell. In a couple weeks, we're going to review uh, April Fool's Day. Yeah. one of my favorite horror movies yes, of all time. We are. So we're going to be watching that right around April Fool's Day, and uh, maybe we will. I don't know. It depends on the recording schedule. We might even record it on April Fool's Day. Who yeah. knows? but we'll be watching that. And I'm, I'm excited because I, I love that We should do a movie. live commentary track of April Fool's, kind of like Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, uh, we, we could try. We should, but, do, it. We should do it remotely. <laughs> yeah. but, but Mike, do it via me, and you, and me and you, we could watch it together, and Mike's got to... Gotta watch some. He'll be else, one of the robots. Like, uh, <laughs> we just put the we put we put we put the Skype. He can watch it from Skype. We just turn it towards the TV. Yeah. So and he's got to watch it through the little screen on his phone because he can only do Skype on his phone. I mean, he could do it on other things, but we're only going to allow him to do. We've got to build a dummy of uh, Mike in the I know, studio. The studio. Too. Yeah. Oh, you know what we could do? We could build a dummy and we get a we get the we put we could actually put the uh, this uh, the uh, iPad that we're using Skype for on his face on the face <laughs> and he could yeah. look at us. There you it, go. It would be like some real Big Bang Theory shit when yeah. uh, Sheldon got sick. I, I'm so sad that I know that. Uh, I yeah I don't. Yeah, so I'm just so sad that I know that. Anyways, uh, Mike, I'm sad that you know that. Mike, kick us off with our uh, possibly our last horror movie news for a while. I mean, obviously, if something breaks, we'll we'll talk about it. But right now, right. It's, it's slow times because I think the first news you should have mentioned is that everything's canceled. Pop culture is canceled. World's yeah, over. Yeah, we'll jump right into that. So you know, it started out. Uh, my my first thing on the list is a Quiet Place Part Two is has been indefinitely removed from release, but. Uh, Everything has been <laughs> at this point. So, so there is nothing right now that's in production or, or uh, that's going to be uh, coming out anytime vanishing. soon. Remember, and we don't know. Ooh, the vanishing? We don't know when they will be <laughs> the vanishing. You know, you know what the worst part about this is? Remember those all those those shows that we built up in the beginning of the year where we were excited to see movies that were coming out in 2020? Uh, Forget about yeah. that shit because most of those are gone. And Batman, too. Well, I'll tell you what, Going 2021 is looking good right now. 2021 is going to be the greatest year of movies ever because they've already had shit on it's the docket the and now they're going to have all the 2020 movies, yeah. too. Uh, yep. Well, that's if everything's over by then. Well, yeah. Hopefully this is over. Hopefully this is over by the summer, at the least the end of the summer blockbuster series. If this pushes back Halloween Kills, I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm going to fight. Halloween the, Kills? If Halloween Kills gets pushed back, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to fight the COVID-19 myself. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna go to yeah. war with it. Me and it are going to battle. And I'm not talking about getting it in my immune immune system kicking its ass, because that, that could happen. I'm talking about I'm physically going to figure out how to fight it. Well, I'm, I don't care yeah. if I have to punch yeah. a person in the face that has it. I'm right I'm there with you. It out. I'm still pissed about Bond, man. Even I'm though that's not a horror too, movie, yeah. like holy shit, I have to wait another six months for Bond. That's selfish. There's a lot people of are people are. This is not. Yeah, yeah, that's selfish. Hey, listen, I, 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 I feel selfish. like this. I, I, here's the thing. 
I think anybody listening right now, and I, we, we were not going to talk about a lot of virus stuff just because we're trying to get you away from that. I mean, this week we obviously have to a little bit because the news is related to it. In yeah, the yeah. future, you're not going to hear a lot about it except for maybe making us a joke about the bunker with all jokes <laughs> aside. I, I hope everybody realizes, I, I hope everybody does realize that honestly, we, we obviously are worried about people's health and safety. Obviously, that's why Mike is not here and in, in an undisclosed bunker yeah. instead of being in studio. And uh, so we are worried. But at the same time, there is a part of selfishness that has to take over. Yeah, there's like there is I sincerely was looking forward to James Bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I'm a fan and, of a lot of yeah. things, man. James Bond, I'm looking forward to. Obviously, Ghostbusters is now on the line. Yeah. Which sucks because we've literally been waiting like most of my life for that fucking movie. Like yeah. it's it's bad. Like, and so I, I feel like and I am a James Bond fan just like you. Yeah. You know, Batman's gonna the Batman's gonna get pushed back because they just stopped production on that and all yep. sorts of other things. So like So I, safety first. Safety and, first, trust me. Without I don't think I think it goes without being said, but if we have to say it for somebody else out there that thinks that we don't care we obviously have big hearts and the is proof in the fact that our host is not here yeah uh but uh, and trust me sorry do not send the hell get well letters he does not have coronavirus yeah. and neither do me just or playing Ray. it safe playing me and the professor safe. also do not have coronavirus he just has issues where and where we won't disclose your medical history but he has issues where we were trying to keep him safe so they're fourth uh he's the elephant man you yeah. guys don't this is why we do a podcast mike mike sees actually the elephant man yeah He's got. He's got. You don't that see things. many pictures of him. That that or or the, or, or or the the mask. <laughs> or he looks like what Jason looked like before. <laughs> Something. I'm just joking, but Wouldn't no. In all, in all seriousness, I just want to throw that out there. I want to throw that out there before we go any further. So if you hear us being bummed out about something, I'm sure you guys are also bummed out about it. Yeah, it's, it's just not life. because we're being yeah. selfish and you know, oh, woe is me. I don't get the pop culture things that I want. It's we we care for people more than anything. Yeah. But it does suck that we don't get to see. Yeah. Things. So I mean, obviously, well, we well, bring the entertainment in. To be fair, Professor. You don't care about anybody. That's well, including well, yourself. Yeah, that's well, he, that's why he's a drifter. Uh, yeah, that's why he's a drifter. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to split hairs, but I don't, I don't. he's a drifter. He walk, <laughs> he walks he walks around with his acoustic guitar over sling over his shoulder. Yeah. And he just uh, plays random rock concerts. Uh, when you think about True. the professor, just think about a smaller version of Elias from WWE. That's 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 the professor. Yeah, he's right. a drifter. Yeah. It's good. We, we <laughs> love it. That, that's why we love him for it. See, that's that's why he said one of the many schools he works for. He yeah. just he basically just drifts in and out of colleges. That's all he does. Yeah, that's really. what I do. That's, <laughs> think think yeah. think Robin Williams from <laughs> from, right. from Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, I yeah. think he'll be at Bunker Hill uh, Community College. Yes. Yeah, yeah I just community Everybody colleges across New York calendar. State. I travel through. I lay down my lessons and go, move on. It's like the old West. Yeah. And as he leaves, he plays a tune on his way out the door yeah. on that, on that six string. Burp, burp, learn your subject verb agreement. Burp. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, continue on. Well, so, so we have a lot of cancellations. Let's just yeah. put it this way. Everything that was coming out in the theaters is Kaputsky. We obviously know why. There's a lot of bands. People stay safe. <clears throat> I guess theaters are not a good place to be. Of course, closed air supply if somebody yeah, is sick or something. air. That you can get definitely airborne. Uh, so yeah, I think it's it is the smart thing to do. I will give them credit to close theaters is the smart thing to do. Yes. Now, uh, uh, open right. stadiums for baseball season, I'm not so much a fan of. Yeah, because <laughs> it's outside. Well, I, mean, I guess I could get on surfaces, but it's outside. Yeah, but you're still in close proximity yeah, to thousands true. of people, and if anybody coughs, so me, how about we do every fourth know, seat? Talks. Every fourth seat. Yeah, every fourth seat. 
So you get four seats a room, even if it's somebody you know. Four seats a room. Every four. I mean, it cuts the ticket price. It maybe raises ticket prices a little bit, but people have extra money now that they can't go see movies. They can't go mm. out and eat dinner. I mean, you can go out and get takeout in our state. Some states you can't even do that. Yeah, so geez. thankfully, New York is just uh, you can get takeout. Uh, so you could have more money. Uh, I'm going to get off my high horse there, but still, everything is canceled. But I know you have some really cool news that Universal is uh, leading the pack on, right? Yeah, so Universal is going to be releasing The Hunt, which just finally hit theaters this past weekend. Uh, they're going to be releasing The Hunt and The Invisible Man on VOD this uh, Friday, March 20th. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be nineteen ninety nine, and you'll get them for 48 hours. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, it's the price is whatever, but it is technically a price of a movie ticket yeah. if you were going to see it with multiple hey, the people. The price so if is you... right. The price is Wait, right. Wait, $19.99? Are you sure that's uh, the price? Yeah, $19.99. For $20? Which I think it's kind of steep for, um, for a rental. Is that really but for the But at the same rent? time, you think if you're going to take a family to a movie, like you take your, your oh, yeah, spouse, no. your You know kids. what? Oh, because yeah, they're yeah, not calling yeah, a movie. Yeah, they're calling yeah, premieres. Yeah. So I feel like, I, I think you're right. I, actually, that's you know, right. I'm, not that's good. Shit, I'm not even going to shit on them. For no, 20 that's bucks, good. And, and some people, for and 20 bucks, think about it. You can watch it multiple times because you get it for 48 hours. Yeah, yeah. And if you think about it, if you were to go to a theater, just me and you, and pay a ticket price, not unlimited, but just me and you, it would be like, I found a Friday night, it would be 26 bucks, 13 bucks a piece. So, I mean, you're saving six bucks on going to theater. You get to stay at home. You can watch it in. And then you could watch it with two different groups of people. Watch it twice. Watch it three times. Yeah. Because think about it. If you watch it twice, also the same rules apply if you're by yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm not upset about That's it because at least yeah. at least they're trying to do something. And they have to, honestly, people, they have to recoup some of the money. Yeah. And that's the bad right. part about it. They, they're, they've they lost still a, business, a ton of yeah. money because I know you have the numbers. Uh, what were the numbers in the theaters for some of those movies, Mike? Yeah, The Hunt made $5 million here in the States on a $15 million budget. Uh, there's no international numbers to report at this time on that. Mm. Um so, well, I feel like the know. Invisible Man should be free. The Invisible Man, yeah, the Invisible Man should be cheaper. They, they made their money back, so I, I, they, they, they made yeah, hundreds of millions being, of dollars. Being that, that was on its way to a two hundred million dollar yeah. showing. Okay, so and, that, that one, that know, one, they should stop kind of cut off. Can we just get we that should, one for free? You know what? We should do buy one get one free. You yeah. Buy the hunt, you get you get the Invisible, uh, Invisible Man, Man for free, free, just because it made it money. Uh, but in, and then also Bloodshot did what nine million right. Uh, Bloodshot made nine point three here in the states. Uh, it actually did make thirteen million overseas, so it made twenty two point three million on its opening weekend. Oh, uh, it did have a forty five million dollar budget. Me- usually, so usually this is where we loss. would hit the fail horn, but unfortunately, it's not a fail horn because these movies are not failing because they were bad and people didn't just go because they were bad. These movies are failing right. because the theaters were empty. Uh, Ron, yeah. who is sometimes on the show, is always on Three Fat Nerds as one of my uh, one of my co hosts. But he's all he's, sometimes you recognize him from this show as well. He went to see The Hunt this past weekend on a Friday at 6 p.m. at our local Regal Cinema, and he said him and one other people were there. The threat was the, he was like the pe- there was nobody in the theater, but yeah. the, in that theater alone, there was just two people for that showing. So yeah. it's almost a private showing. Yeah. And on top of that, in the theater as a whole, he was like in the lobby area. There was nobody. He went to see six mo- with his unlimited pass before they closed down the. Theater. He went to see six movies this past weekend just because he was trying to get stuff in, and he said right. that it, there was not a showing with more than five people out of any of the movies he's seen. And the one that had five is he went to see that uh, Onward. Is that the one? Oh, the, the Pixar, the Pixar yep. movie, and that was the one. And he, there was oh, five yeah, people. Yeah, no yeah. reason there was five people. He said because it was a guy and his two kids, and then him and then some other random woman. Yeah. He said that's the only reason that there was five people because there was a family of three. If not, there would have only been three people. So I mean, it, 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 that's the reason they're underperforming. It's not yeah. because they were bad movies. He He'd said the hunt was enjoyable. He said it wasn't as good as surviving the game, okay. uh, which, of course, if you remember, that's the old Ice T movie that had kind of the same thing with oh, Rutger yeah, Hauer. Yeah. Yeah. Sup, that movie's great, though. Rug- 
Gary Busey's in that movie as well. Yeah, anything with Rudger Hauer is going to be interesting. I love that movie. Yeah, I I don't know if it's horror, uh, but we should talk about it sometime just because it's a great movie. Mm. Uh, But uh, but yeah, he said it wasn't as good as that, but that movie's superbly good. He was like, but it was entertaining for what it was. He said there was some stuff that he didn't like, but he was like, for the most part, entertaining. Cool. Uh, Not as good as Invisible Man, according to him. Okay. Yeah. Well, Invisible Man's exceptionally good. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, so there you have it for that. I mean, it sucks, man. The theaters are down. But at Pe- least people are scared. People are scared, and the, 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 I understand why they wouldn't go. You know, it makes sense, and people are being directed not to. You know, so right. it is what it is. But let's it get some, what it is. Let's get uh, into some yeah. happier news, Mike. Yeah. Let's leave the happier cancel culture. Yeah, okay, get well, out of the cancel culture. Let's well, get into I the have one here. more thing to go with this. Oh, okay, I mean, what, maybe what, we what, consider this happy. Okay, what? You know, it, it's expected that the movie industry is going to lose twenty billion dollars during the shutdown. So <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's happy. happy. That's not good. that means that means some of the movies we thought we were going to get in 2021, 2022 are not coming to you. Also, uh, say goodbye yeah. to Avatar too if you were looking forward to oh, that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I you know fuck James Cameron and fuck those Black movies. Christmas? That's the only good thing about before that. Black Christmas. That's all I want to know. I, I just want to know. I just want to throw this out there. We're going to be talking about this on the Three Fenders podcast this upcoming week. So next week, tune in to, to that if you want to hear more on this. Uh, it's it's bad enough in the movie industry right now that there's allegedly a thing going around that Apple may purchase Disney. I'm not even joking. I saw that this morning I'm too. Not, yeah. and it's not a joke. It's it's a real thing that people think is going to possibly happen. Yeah. So uh, wow. we're going to talk about that in depth there because that's more about nerd stuff, but. Yeah, so so twenty billion dollars losing by the movie company just because of this it could be a bad thing for all. Any uh, anything where James right. Cameron loses, I'm pretty happy about. So it's you're, you're a man of mixed emotions <laughs> right now. Yeah, you know. really are. <laughs> what an awful human being. Yeah, <laughs> James Cameron sucks. All right, so, Mike. Let's know, get into happier news is. though. Um, yeah, because there is some happy news some this week. Stuff. Yeah, let's do some happy. Right. Happy, 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 joy, happy, joy, news. happy, um, happy. So the first thing is, if we're sticking with movies, uh, Scream Five is happening. It's back yes. on, baby. Woo! Hopefully, uh, can't. Hopefully, it doesn't get canceled in the wrist, but we're back on, baby. Woo! I'm excited about that. Believe I'm actually not. really excited to kind of revisit those movies because I've I've always had an unfair. I I don't know why, but I never really bought into Scream. Back in back when it first came out, I didn't think it was very scary, and you know, I I, I, I didn't really like it. But you know, the more I've talked to people, that there's like such a passionate fan base, and I do love Wes Craven, and like it was just a bad like late '90s, early aughts was a bad time for art in general. I think like music was kind of shitty back then, like you had new metal and all that kind of stuff going on. So like it was a weird time, and you had the Scream clones, and I think those kind of like painted a bad picture of scream for me like you know so i'm very excited to get back into that series check it out and re-watch those movies i'm very excited for scream 5 I, I think with fresh eyes you might give be a little more fair now yeah uh, and the reason i say that is i've always been a fan but i've been a fan because i i'm not going to say like make it sound like i was special because i got because a lot of people in at that point in juncture, right. things needed to change and be different. Yeah, and the the Scream series was that difference. Uh, they're was. not. Very, you're right. They're not very scary. Honestly, the movies aren't very scary at all. Uh, but it was for that time. Scary wasn't necessarily vogue. We weren't in a bad situation. When horror thrives, 
is when shit's going downhill politically and in countries and it, it, think about it it's just it's no, I'm not making a commentary on things but it's true in the yeah. 80s with the whole Reagan stuff and all that happening was one of the golden eras of horror in the early 2000s you know with with the debacles that we had there and 911 everything horror came back into yeah. the vote later it, on it, it came back later yeah maybe. so 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 in the 90s think about it in the late 90s it was actually a good time now mind you we know now that that time led to uh, a lot of our financial woes in the early 2000s that led to another horror boom but think about it that's why horror went out yeah. that's why it wasn't vogue because everybody was having a decent time nobody wanted to get brought down by things yeah. so you had to find a way to make horror fun to make it work and Wes Craven being the genius he is and you have to give him credit for this found a way to make it meta he, yeah he took he took the concept and went okay we we know that all the fans know all the all this they all know that the person who has premarital sex dies they all know that the person who's doing drug dies they all know the, the rules of horror movies if you will i'll yeah. be right back and you know we make yeah. fun of it on the show even uh but uh he took all of that put it into the bundle that was uh, uh Scream, which is a whodunit at the end of the day. Yeah. Basically, it's a whodunit with a slasher vibe. So yep. like there's killings with this. That's the slasher portion, but the most of it is a whodunit. And that's what it was genius. And, and it made it fun meta, to watch. And it's fun to watch. Yeah. And I think that's why I liked it. I think that's why a lot of other people liked it. But I get being See, a, me a, as a, a horror fan. Yeah. Why people throw it off. Yeah. I, like, I, I just being the professor, I, I, I like to be. I think a horror movie, its intent should be to scare the shit out of people. So, like, when it doesn't do that, I was kind of, man, this isn't technically a horror movie. But I'm, that's just me being me. Yeah, but I think you're coming. <laughs> I think you're coming around to yeah. th- now. It may I'm be your old. Up, it might guys. be old age. You're lightening yeah, up. I'm man. lightening up. Because think about it. Like I think we all thought pretty well of uh, Ready or Not. I, I, I'll take it back. I, I, I love James Cameron. I you hope know, he does well. And I'm ready. To, <laughs> I, I, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned Ready or Not because Already that was the other so big good. news that came mm-hmm. along with this. Um, not only is Scream Five going to be happening. But ready or not, directors uh, Matt Bettinelli Open and Tyler Gillette, two thirds of Radio Silence, they're going to be directing this movie. That's awesome. The yeah. other member of Radio Silence, Chad Villella, uh, is going to be, along with Kevin Williamson, who's the original writer of uh, three of the four screen movies, yeah. are going to be executive producing. Okay. So that's, uh, that's a pretty big yeah. deal. Right this movie's awesome. in really good hands. Okay. I mean, uh, ready or not is uh, not a scream clone because it's not. It's, it's a, well, that it's was another screen, fun horror movie. But it's a fun horror movie. So they get how to make a fun horror movie. So the, you're not taking guys who are from the world of extreme horror, you know, where they don't get making fun movies and you don't have a guy who's just making comedies, making it and going, oh, we're just going to put dark stuff in it, huh? Mm, yeah. So you're getting guys who know horror and comedy mm, and know it. how to balance it because they did such a good job there. So I feel like you're going to see that. It's good hands. It should be. It looks like everything's coming together for this movie to be good. Yes. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it is. And I, I, I thought four, four wasn't the best movie, but four, it did what Scream. It did the four, four didn't fit. Four, but it did in a way because it did what the original Scream did. Because here's what I'm saying: it, it, it was one. the most like the original Scream in the sense that you didn't know who the killer was. Yeah, like every other movie. True. Every other movie. Let's be honest. It had like a Scooby Doo. It had a Scooby Doo <laughs> element to it. It really did. Because the first one, you know, was the original. So this the OG. You did something different. In the second movie, let's think about it. The one character we didn't even know was. It, the fucking mother of Billy Loomis the whole time. Yeah, she just kept showing up, so it didn't really make sense at the Lori end. Lori Metcalf, right? It's kind of like yeah. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like equated to part five of uh, Friday the Thirteenth, like that Roy reveal that his son got axed up. We didn't know that that was his kid, and you don't know until the end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> like so it doesn't. You don't right. feel for it. I mean, I get the uh, uh, Timothy Oliphant 
uh, being the other killer. Yeah. And he was in the movie the whole time, and it made sense. Like, that set up, but having the second one, they just did it for the sake. And then in the third movie, they do the same thing to you. In the third movie, you find out some shit you didn't know, and then all of a sudden she has a brother she didn't know about. And there wasn't a second killer, which is fine. I, I never I was offended by no second killer. But it's like you find out these these earth-shaking things at the end, and it's just like... And it's like a it supervillain speech, like yeah. a lot of exposition, expository dialogue, like, oh, I did this because of this, and blah, 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 blah. I mean, the only real reveal for the original one is that uh, Skeet Ulrich's uh, dad was banging her mom, and that's why they killed her mom. Yeah. But outside of that, the other part of it was just explained by Matthew Lillard. Is just like, oh, we just want to have fun. Yeah. Like, fuck. Which like, is the which fucked works. up. It's, yeah, yeah it works. It's crazy. Matthew crazy. Lillard's character, I oh, that, really dug. By the that. way, the ending of that where he's just like, especially like when he's coming in and out, when he's, he's I'm feeling a little woozy here. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's funny, but at the same time, you're like, oh, he's fucking crazy. He doesn't, and, oh, are you really going to tell my mom? Yeah. My mom and dad are going <laughs> to kill me. <laughs> he's so, so good. Like, it's like, it, it shows somebody who's, but, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It shows somebody who's so fucking crazy that their biggest worry in the world isn't going to jail is their mom and dad gonna bust them and like so you go to four and finally (laughs) in four it the killer to me made a little bit of sense and the reason i say that is because first of all it was a good whodunit you didn't know just like the first one the whodunit goes on forever and then you find out but it made sense because in this day and age because it was very relative to what's going on in the internet in the clickbait i want to be famous i want to be insta famous on instagram and stuff to have the the killer be the the girl who's like hey i'm going to take your fame i was only a killer so that i can make it look like i survived him being the killer so that way i can be you yeah you were famous and i want that fame it was like oh it wasn't a stretch it wasn't this long like you know she was obviously crazy too but it wasn't this long drawn out like hey you know you didn't know who i was well, you slept movie. with this person there you go. yep and i'm just saying and you know and the only thing that two did good is it, that for a while you thought the cotton might be the second killer yeah like it, it, that was the only thing that they did decent there but nice. i mean i i, I, I mean I, I like i said i like two don't get me wrong i actually i like scream too i'm a big fan of actually the whole series but i'm just saying if you look at that's why i like four though because it took you back to the original and it even made fun of itself because mm-hmm. that opening sequence where they have all the openings yeah because it just keeps making fun of itself <laughs> and i'm like okay that's cool that you're making fun of yourself at this point you have to so i hope that they keep that kind of fun atmosphere in five and uh, i don't know where you go from here maybe sydney's the killer i don't know that would, I, that's yeah. where I would go. Well, She's they haven't been... said that it's going to be in canon. They haven't mentioned any of that, so we don't know. We don't uh, even know if Neff Campbell. They mentioned is they they did say that it's going to be a woman returns to her home to unravel a mystery. So we don't even know that it's going to be following the same story. I got I got to think sounds... of this day and age. It will be. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I think know. it is. No, honestly, I'm, in this day and age Gotta of milk how that they're nostalgia. making, uh, yeah, how they're making movies now, and, and and I'm not complaining because they've done a good job in a lot of them. When they're putting stuff in, they're canon. They might be out outside canon, but they're canon in a way. And and I think that would be a good idea. She goes away, and everything's over. She has to come home because something's happening. And you're yeah. like, oh shit, n- this again. But well, once that's again, what happened in the fourth one, though? Yeah, of course she was more on a book tour. She but... was on a book tour, but I'm just saying, yeah. But that would be, but that's the smartest way to keep everything coherent. I think this time you need to kill that cast off. She needs to. She either needs to die or be the killer. Yeah. And either way, she dies because if you're the killer, how crazy would it be? Opening scene, she dies and then comes back, and it's revealed she's the killer. That Let's would be do great. it both. You know, See, I always there's, thought there's they should have done that. Honestly, there's a lot you can get well, out of Well, I had yeah. another idea, too. I had another idea with this, too, before they even announced this. I've always thought, what if Jill was still alive? They've never had one of the killers come back. The killer gets killed in every one of the movies. Yeah. What they if killed Jill Killy, yo. That? That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's I, good. 
you, you there's a there's a lot of cool like uh, honestly i think there's a lot that you could uh, the are you listening the hollywood screen, give us writing yeah credits. we probably should but uh, <laughs> if you think about it, there's a there's a lot of cool that franchise in particular there's a lot of cool stuff you can do because the the, the the bounds are end, endless you know i just uh, i like it better when they make yeah. a little more sense and that's why i said i did honestly i did like four and i'm agreeing with the professor i like four a lot yeah. I, I consider four the closest to one because it made the most sense yeah as far as how the it, it progressed and at the end you didn't have to have like when she just says that i'm doing this to be famous you're like uh, uh okay i get it i did really I get it i did really like four and now that i think back on why i dislike I, I was such a snob when i was a kid oh man like oh <laughs> screams don't scare me yeah god damn yeah, it. it's okay it's okay we all we all get we got better tests as we age yeah it's like fine wines yeah uh what other good news you got mike um, so another one, another movie uh, that's going to be coming back around. Uh, we did mention, God, it's got to be about a year ago. Uh, there was talk of another Final Destination movie. Yes. And yes. they're actually moving forward with that. Oh, and yeah. uh, they said that it is actually going to be in canon with the other films. So yeah. it's not going to be a remake or a reboot. Um, Patrick Melton and Marcus Dunstan will be writing the film. And um, basically, uh, producer Craig Perry said, they're going to be toying with the idea of taking it to a place in the world of first responders, which is kind of a cool idea. Well, yeah. I, I'm a fan. Uh, I, I, those movies are another one that are not scary, but I did. Yeah. You don't watch those movies for the horror. You watch those movies for the for kills. The set pieces. Yeah. You watch those amazingly movies conducted set pieces. Uh, they got towards the end, man. The only problem I had is they relied on CGI when they shouldn't have. Oh yeah, and yeah. they even admit that because I, I, there's the documentaries they've put out with them that are great. That they're like, yeah, we did a lot of practical with it, and then we covered it with CGI, and we don't know why. Yeah, we listened to the studio, we covered it in CGI, and the practical looked better because they were like, and they would show the practical that they did, and they're like, the practical did look better, <sighs> especially the one with the uh, head squishing in the, the the weight machine. Yeah, the practical effect they did was horrific looking like it was great yeah and they were just like practical. and they were like and they were like we say we shot it that way probably some executive was like oh, can we use uh, just put the fake blood in yeah put the cgi blood by the way cg blood pisses me off every time yeah you can tell yeah. <laughs> same here pisses me off i mean day. i gotta say uh, of those movies that the fifth one um i thought they kind of went I, i'd have to watch it again i think that they went back more uh practical with that one it was the fourth uh -huh. one that they did with 3d effects yeah it was supposed to be it was called the final destination that was the one where they really yeah that's, high on the CGI. Well, the second one with that, and that cool. movie's the worst one of the of the five. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that was the one I was talking about. Definitely with the uh, one. The fifth one wasn't too bad. The fifth they went back, but of course the fifth had the twist ending too. Yeah, the fifth had the twist right. ending of actually being the prequel. Sorry if I spoiled. Oh that yeah, yeah, movie. yeah. Because at the that. end of that, they were on the flight. Yep. So you're like, oh, shit. Right. And they use footage from they, that they shot for the original movie that they didn't use in the original movie, a different camera angle. Yeah. Which, obviously, they were just lucky they had that in stock, which is great. Yep. But uh, I, I thought that was great that they, it ended up being a prequel. We all thought we were watching a sequel, and it was a prequel. And then if you go back right. and watch it's funny because if you go back and watch it, there's hints and clues that it's a prequel. Because there's, like, different yep. times where they show dates on newspapers, if you're paying attention. And there's stuff no. in the background yep. that matches it. up with it being uh, uh, from that time frame that's it's cool it was crazy they did a lot of details yeah. uh, but it was hidden enough that when you watch it on first watch the reveal at the end was great and then if you go back you can easter egg hunt. well that's so really cool. that's the best way to do that mm -hmm. i mean six cents made that's where that came from yeah think about it, the six cents was amazing in that mm -hmm. the fact that everybody did you know even though there's some people that claimed oh i knew that no, no they didn't nobody knew that I, until they went back and watched. i used to show uh the black mirror episode in my class uh white bear where the do you know what i'm talking about yeah the I know, woman I've seen goes, she's in a prison like essentially they torture her because she murdered a kid mm -hmm. and i had a student oh i figured it out i was like 
I, I wanted to tell him, fuck you. You did not. It's impossible. It's <laughs> impossible. Right, it's literally impossible to have seen that coming. It's so cleverly written. Like there is no way there's like, there are hints. Yeah. When you go back, but Holy shit, there's no way you can tell what's going to happen. I, I was going to say before my continued side tangent, I, this is what I, I, one of the things I do despise in the world is, is that oh, when people are like, I, I, I see it coming. Cause it's like, dude, can you not be enjoyed? Because one of the things I enjoy in a movie, if a movie can get me at the end, suspend hence, your hence, disbelief. Hence, hence, and teaser alert again. And I know we're plugging it in a couple weeks when we do April Fool's Day. Why? Why it's one of my favorite horror movies is because it has one of the greatest twist endings of all time. Yeah, like the ending of that movie is phenomenal. If, if and nobody saw that coming, if you've never seen the movie, yeah, I'm just throwing that out there. There's nobody, and that's what makes it good. I want to be fooled. I yeah. I don't want to know. You know, like my my problem and why I put us further down the list than uh, on my uh, oh, my you knew review, immediately. I knew within five minutes how that movie was going to end. Once, I really once did. she I, meets that girl and the girl comes yep. out, it's like oh yep. they switched. That that I knew it five minutes in. Yeah, and once again, and I'm not saying that's because I'm smart, but that's the the problem is is that that was so predictable. Yeah, and I I've said that Jordan Peele seems to have that as his style mm-hmm. because Get Out was very predictable as well. Oh, we got to talk about Antebellum by oh, the yeah, way. Yeah, we will have to yeah. talk about that. But uh, yeah, but think about it. He's he's very much that style. And I've said, well, maybe that's his style. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But I, I love when I don't know what's going on. Like ready or not was that was a great part about it. Yeah, because you thought you knew you know you thought you knew how it was going to end. Then you can confuse and you're like, oh wait a minute, maybe this is all bullshit. And then they get you. And then yeah. that's the best part about it because you're like, oh okay, I got, I got as it. as an audience member, you have to have the willing suspension of disbelief. And if you can't do that as an audience member, just shut your mouth. Because like the movie is the movie we all know it's fake going in. You know it's fake. So if a movie can get you to like actually get into it, then you have to willingly suspend your disbelief and let it take you for that ride. Yeah. And on, on the flip side of that, though, if it's a really bad twist, uh, like, i.e. Uh, us? Uh, uh, well, us was still there's still good parts of that movie. Mm-hmm. So is, there's there's, there's some there's it's a not, few. It's not really, the yeah, there's still yeah. Uh, I'm more going the like that. The happening. Good. Yeah. Oh. The Beach Boys kills great. But the, oh, the happening geez. like where there's no payoff to that twist. There really isn't. <laughs> no. And even like signs. Signs is a de- decent, decent movie. Signs. Until the end, but that twist is horrible. Yeah, the so the alien, swing the away. one thing, the one thing that kills these aliens is water. So they come to a planet that's seventy-five percent covered in water, water, where water literally falls from the sky. Where the first rainstorm, they're all dead. Where the victims they're going after are made up of water. But, but think about it. Think about it. yeah, the first person you slaughter, the, if their blood gets on you, technically it's water-based. That should be the end of you. Yeah. But here's the thing. As soon as a rainstorm hits, the, the, their, their whole plan is taken over. They're taking over the world, and then fucking here, oh, comes, here comes a thunderstorm. They're all dead. Tsunami. They're all dead. Uh, They're all dead. I mean, so that, that was why that, that drove me nuts. Uh, but Otherwise a good movie. Otherwise yeah. a good movie. So yeah. equal parts. The, a bad twist ending can lead to a bad movie. But a good Any twist movie that breaks that suspension of disbelief, mm-hmm. though, yeah. It's, a, it's like, amazing. When, it's like, amazing. oh, that's so stupid. You can't, it's amazing. You can't even get around it. Then, yeah. yeah. So there's a big gamble there, but I applaud those who take that gamble because that's what those are some of the best movies. Yeah, Mike. No, sorry, he's not in the room. So if you hear us keep saying Mike, we have to you know let him know because he can't see us. <laughs> right. No yeah, visual again, cues. No visual visual cues. Right. He's in a bunker. It might be a little awkward for a while, but we're gonna get through. Yeah, it. we'll it's get used to great, it. So. We'll get used to it. So, I mean, obviously, uh, one you last can tell. thing that I. One last thing I wanted to kind of go over, and this goes back to uh, last week's show a little bit. We were talking a lot about Batman at the yeah. beginning of the uh, the show. Now, uh, E3 was, like everything else on the planet, was canceled this year uh, because of the pandemic. But uh, it was apparently, th- this news came out uh, about a week ago, I think. It was, apparently, they, uh, WB Games was planning on making a huge announcement 
uh, of the next Batman Arkham video game. So, so yeah, there, there's been rumors for the last year about a possible new game. Uh, um, a WB... lot of rumors. Sur- uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, WB Montreal has been teasing the new game for over a year now. Uh, they've right. been working. They've and, been working on it, uh, and allegedly, because uh, we have to say allegedly, allegedly they were allegedly going to make an announcement at E3. Uh, this year's right. E3 kind of got lucky rumors, getting canceled. Because uh, trust one me, one of the rumors uh, going around with it that they've been con- with their teases over the last year was that it was going to involve the Court of Owls, which yes, I think that's is kind cool. of a cool concept yeah. to throw into a Batman game. Absolutely, and the first uh, the Arkham Arkham uh, Asylum game, you, you know, like that that is. A horror game, I would say. There are moments it's in that a survival game. It's like, holy shit! Uh, especially really the Killer cool, Croc fight, I was scared to death. With, with a really, with a really cool fight system. Yeah, that, that game has yeah. got a great fight right. system, engine. Um, yeah, the the, the Court of Owls things—they've been doing that for a while. Like I said, allegedly, because we can only go by allegedly. Allegedly, they were going to reveal it at E3, but that would have been like the only thing revealed at E3. So <laughs> I think E3 got lucky to be canceled this year because yeah. Sony wasn't even showing up. And uh, Marvel and, wasn't and no, Sony wasn't showing up at all. Marvel wasn't showing up for E three about any games, and Xbox was only going to re- uh, was only going to talk about the Xbox system that's coming out that everybody already knows about. Yeah, so it wasn't really like right. anything, and I don't think Nintendo had anything big planned. Nintendo has their own con now. Yeah, Nintendo has their own thing, so they they save all their their energy for that. God bless Nintendo. So it's like it's like it's like Disney. Disney only does Comic Con to do the Marvel movies because outside of that, everything else gets it's announced at D twenty three. Yeah, because if you think about it, that's all they do is they, they announce that their own thing, which is smart. I get yeah. it, but uh, you know, for for Comic Con, they'll do like one Star Wars announcement and then Marvel announcements because then that keeps the fans, yeah, you know, whatever, satisfied, if you will, sated. But, uh, but also, San Diego, San Diego Comic Con is a lot bigger than E3. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. Because even the even the video game world makes bigger announcements than San Diego Comic Con. So. That's true. All right, Mike, you got you got anything else in the canon? That's it. That's all I got. That's all for the news. Well, hey, if you guys are sitting at home and you're like, you know, hey, you want to talk to us? Trust me, the professor's got tons of time on his hands yeah. in between, so you can you can hit us up and you can talk about anything on the show or anything you want us to talk about during this uh, crisis, if you will. Uh, you can do that by going to our Facebook page. We are Horizon Six Hundred Seven on pa- Facebook. Like that page, share that page, help us out there. Also, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Horizon Six Hundred Seven. And of course, uh, when you're joining the conversation, use the hashtag HZ Six Zero seven uh the, normally right now i unplug the website which is 8122 we're currently it is down because i am uh doing some stuff to it and it was easier to just put it behind the uh, uh downness to do the stuff that i want to do to gotcha. it so it will be back up where i'm just getting time right now retail it, it, the world changed for all of us and since i work in retail it really changed for me yes because uh, i've been very busy in the last on few the few front lines so so hopefully hopefully i'll have more time coming up and i'll get it back up but 8122productions.com in the future we can go there for all your one two two production needs of course if you would like to support the show monetarily uh, help us pay them bills and especially in this time of need we could use it uh patreon.com slash eight one two two productions you get a ton of bonus content it only we're not trying to break the bank it only gets uh one dollar a month gets you in the door that's twelve dollars a year or three dollars for the more comfy chair as ken m from the odph says <laughs> when he plugs our stuff uh and uh we can you know you'll get a whole bunch of bonus content including love is scary it's come to you every week and uh, last night hump day every hump day in march i've been putting out uh, a new episode of love is scary with dr Derek because uh, mike's obviously secluded and uh yeah last night was the hashtag h for heat uh special that everybody wanted to hear and we uh we, we have a very we have a very topical one we recorded just yesterday for the last 
Wednesday in March. So uh, oh trust me, you don't want to miss that. Uh, and, and it is the, and honestly, uh, we had a new we have a new uh, Patreon subscriber who uh, thought. Uh, I, I don't know if he thought it beforehand. He said, uh, but he did comment to us that he said that uh, it is really, I know why it's behind a paywall now and why that show is. And I'm like, yeah, we get yeah. banned oh. from everything on every oh, yeah. podcatcher on the planet. I'm not even <laughs> joking. That is why it is behind a paywall. And uh, so trust me, it's worth it. Plus you get uh, the uncucked, uncooked, unedited and uncensored version of the uh, three fatners podcast every week. And of course the extended bone bonus content un- unedited version of the wrestling show that we do every week as well. So uh, a lot of value there. And then yeah. uh, now that I'm trying to keep myself distracted, you might even get even more stuff. Uh, oh yeah. We have this giant store that our studio is in that, uh, you know, that we do not own. I just want to point this out. This studio is provided for us. I, I just, I'd like to do that disclaimer that uh, unfortunately because of bands and stuff, isn't hosting any events because he can't. So uh, maybe we'll take advantage of that and do some stuff for our own personal stuff. Uh, but uh, with that being said, also, I, I got to thank Dragon Master Games for allowing us here. It's very trying times. If you guys are into gaming, Magic the Gathering, D&D, and if you're somewhere where you don't have a local shop, because I always say support local. Yes. If you have a local shop, please support that shop. Same as comic book shops. Please support your local comic book shops. We don't have comics here, but you know, support local, local restaurants, in especially, these in these times, yeah. especially in these times. This is an opportunity to actually really let local Make a businesses thrive and yeah. you know help them out. Because why, why get like a Taco Bell meal? When you could get like a really good meal mm-hmm. from like a local restaurant for takeout, they could use at it. the same price, and, and they could use the money. Yeah, because trust me, they don't have a big corporation backing them. Yeah, way better uh, quality food too. You know, just like you're uh, not eating the garbage that comes the grade F meat that, that comes out of what those places. So, I, yeah. don't, I don't want to beat on this too long, but I do want to make it a point because we've been making a point in every podcast we've done. Us and the Ocho Dura Parlor Hour hashtag six hundred seven podcast really cha- championing supporting everything local and supporting independent wrestling and also independent music makers yeah. uh, bands like you hear on these shows uh, we'll get to that in a second but let me start with dragon master games if you need a place to buy it for magic the gathering dnd all that stuff you can find them online so anywhere you live it doesn't matter they do ship uh it's dragonmastergames.com it really does help out the store uh because trust me they we don't own the store i, I made that reference when i saw about on three yeah. fat nerds i didn't want people to think we don't own it none of us do no they actually p- provide They're us with a studio they don't pay out of the kindness uh, of their hearts we're friends with them we really uh you know we we take pleasure they, they allow us to do events in the studio when they, when we want to uh unfortunately we had to cancel our party because yeah. of, you know this outbreak uh but at the same time like we will be bouncing back and doing those things and we do movie nights here and we're going to do those in the future when everything goes back to normal but at the same time like they could really use the help because yes. right now they're not allowed to have players here. And that's part of a gaming store. Yeah. <laughs> like is having like your Magic the Gathering tournaments and having Friday Night Magic and, and having D&D groups come in. Those groups aren't allowed to be gathered here. They can only stay open to sell stuff. So people are literally can only come in, hang out for a few minutes and leave. Do you think they're going to start calling it Magic the Separating? I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, it's horrible because the nerd community especially has been very good as, as far as these things goes. Yeah. Of course, also support local. You're asking how you can support local, like your local restaurant? Even if you don't want to eat out right now, buy a gift certificate. Most of them have gift certificates or gift cards. Buy one. You know, that will help them stay open. Believe it or not, something that simple can help somebody stay open. Uh, Yeah, just think of the, yeah. Bands, Bandcamp. Bandcamp's a perfect example. We have bands. Uh, we have Floodland slash Crimson Brethren, who you hear. Check out Floodlands. Their album's up on Bandcamp. You can pick how much money you give them, even if you only have a few bucks to spare. Yeah, $2, $3. Okay, you know, Shout at the Robots is another band that's, that we sp- uh, that are on the show all the time. Second Suitor is always, you hear them on the show. Phosphines from Melbourne, Australia. They've got it doubly bad. They had the fucking fires and now coronavirus. Jeez, yeah. So, I mean, like, 
if you want, you can support those bands on Bandcamp, and you can pay whatever you want. That's the pay structure there, and I, you know, and it, and it does go to the band. Yeah, and if they have merch, and I'm not even talking about our, you know, obviously I want to support the bands that support us. So please, if you want to and you like the music here, please support them. But at the same time, if you have a local band that you like, support them. If they have merch, buy it. If they have an album on Bandcamp, buy it. If they have some way for you to support them. Do it, please, because yes. this is a very trying time for some people. Like, and it's 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 going to be a hard financial time for people. And I understand if you don't have the finances, please don't worry about it. Don't worry even about sponsoring us on Patreon if you don't have the finances. We're going to be here for free for you as well if you don't have it. But if you do and you want to help us out, even you know, whoever, I'm more worried about them than us. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll, I'll make Cause we, I'll make we, it happen. Microphones, we can do this. We've already we, we have yeah. already paid that. We're already yeah. as I tell people as a joke, but it's minimal not really overheads. Joke. We're over. We're, we're already about a thousand dollars in a hole as a company. We don't really. <laughs> make any money here uh, yeah. between the microphones the sound boards and 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 all this stuff on trips and all that and they the do have to tools. pay me though too they have and to pay me to be and here. we pay to be on our host <laughs> <laughs> we, we pay no we don't pay our host we don't pay our host because tech me I, I host two shows on this damn yeah, thing yeah. and i just don't get paid but we don't pay our host i also edit everything and produce everything yeah i mean i know i don't usually talk about myself in in, in those roles and i usually get mad at mike when he brings it up but but i do all that and uh for free uh but I and it's a lot to, of work but i actually have to pay editing for editing stuff is a lot yeah. of work. Well, here's the funny part. I have to pay for that too because yeah. I pay for the hosting. So yep. I, I just want to throw out to you, we, we, as a group, we put it, but I'm not even worried about us. I'm more worried about the Dragon Master Games of the World, the local the restaurants, restaurants, and the local bands. Please support those people because this is a hard time for so them. So next time you think, and I know a lot of people go to drive throughs a lot, and just, you know, next time you think, oh, I need some drive through, do not go to those franchises yeah, I agree. And and once again, sorry to get off my horse. We are going to take our that's break. Yep. <laughs> we are going to take our break now. I just thought that that was important. And, I, and I'm sorry if, if you don't think that's important. I'm sorry. I just that's that's a cause that we're all about. Uh, so I just want to throw it out there. Please support local stuff because they're going through hard times. With that being said, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back. Uh, we're going to come back with our horror review segment. We're going to start doing that every week now. Uh, we're, there's not going to be a talking horror this week. Instead, we're going to have a horror review. But in the future, we're going to have both because obviously there's going to be less news. But this week, uh, we're going to stay on topic a little bit. So you'll have to f- stay around to find out what that is because we'll we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey, this is Kenna. Padawan J. Coach Tuffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast, and you're listening to Rich and Mike on the Horror Zone 607 Podcast. All right, we are back with our Horror Zone review segment, and uh, this is kind of topical. And the reason it's topical is because I was turning on Prime Video to get the uh, logistics of uh, the hunt in uh, Invisible Man coming up there. And I turned on Prime Video, and you know how they have the trending bar? In the trending bar, out of the top movies trending... All of the Purge movies were trending, <laughs> and uh, also movies like Contagion yeah. and Outbreak, which yeah. I don't want to dive into. I said that earlier, 
But The Purge. I thought it was interesting that The Purge is actually now trending. Uh, of course. Very telling. Very telling of, of the times, if you will. Also, a very good movie, as we all remember. Uh, so I decided, hey, let's do the first one of these uh, about The Purge. The movie, The Purge. Uh, which, you got to be honest. So the movie The Purge came out uh, in uh, 2013, by the way. Uh, oh wow, it's that old. Yes, yeah, 2013. Uh, wait a minute, I did because unfortunately, uh, come on, unfortunately uh, on Google it took me to the Purge as a whole because the whole series is uh, <laughs> the whole series is on there. Did you guys watch the? Thing. Did anybody watch the Purge television? Oh yeah, the Purge television show was amazing. Oh yeah, is I don't it? know if you didn't. If I, you did did not, show, I did not see any of it. See, okay, there we go. Now I got the real information up. You're just hearing live radio, folks. So, anyways, it came on May 31st, 2013. Was the release date in the United States of America? Screenplay was written by James DeMonico. He also directed the film. It was produced, by the way, by Michael Bay, Jason Blum, Andrew Form, Brad Fuller, and Sebastian Lemercier. Uh, kind of interesting. Oh, Sebastian. Michael- Mercy, yeah, yeah, all of his works great. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't mean, know. Of course, Jason, we know Jason Blum, hence Blumhouse. Yeah, uh, this was one of the, the things Michael that really Bay. got Blumhouse. Michael Bay was a surprising one. I didn't realize yeah, Michael Bay was wow. involved in this until I just read that. So that's kind of crazy. Uh, by the way, this was a very cheap movie to make. Uh, this movie costs under ten, uh, costs three million dollars to make. It's on location. Yeah, house. It was, yeah, it was three million dollars to make. Probably Ethan Hawke's. Uh, Probably mostly his pay. Do you yeah. know what they made in the box office in the U.S. alone? 89.3 million. Now you know why it's a fr- franchise, folks. Wow. Oh, yeah. Now you know why it is a franchise. Boom, shakalaka. Uh, let me give the Google description, then we're going to jump in and give us our thing so that way uh, we are on the page. In an, in an America ravaged by crime and overcrowded prisons, the government sanctions an annual 12-hour period during which all criminal activity, including murder, is legal. James Sandin, Ethan Hawke, and his family face the ultimate test when an intruder drags the vicious outside world into their home. James... James... Mary, Lena Hetty, and their two children struggle to survive the night while trying not to turn into monsters like the ones they are striving to avoid. So, uh, the, the Purge was the first of its kind, really, in a, in a way. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it is in one location. Home invasion. Home invasion. It follows a home invasion act. Uh, it is in a, it, it's in the home, but there's a broader story. And, of course, that broader story is The Purge. So, the new founding fathers, as they're known... Uh, created this, uh, you know, with all the crime and stuff going on, it was very much in our timeline. Only it splits. I do believe in 2003 is where they split. Yeah. I think 2003 was the first purge. I could be wrong on the okay. year. Sorry if I. It's been a while. But anyway, so by then this is like the tenth purge. It's gone on for a while. Uh, and the purge is a 12 hour period and certain things are legal. Uh, murder is legal. <laughs> Robbery is legal. There's a lot of like capital felonies that are legal. And because they did this. Believe it or not, crime rates for the rest of the year are null and void. There's there's zero, yeah. pretty much. Uh, so they continue to do it every year. So uh, lead character played by Ethan Hawke, what his job is, is he's an executive at a company that makes purge uh, securities. So basically, they go into their. And, I mean, you see one in action because he, you know, he's selling them to people. But he goes into his home. That's how the movie starts, yeah. right? He's, he's like explaining them, how he's explaining them, and then he goes into his home and you see it in action because he turns it on and all these metal doors come over all the doors and windows and it seals the house it's like it seals a the, this guy's panic own, room basically yeah and it's got its own oxygen system remember he talks about that so you don't even mm-hmm. have to so nobody can even you know smoke you out through your chimney or something it's got its own stuff everything is like there's nothing that can happen it's impenetrable and that's you know that's the premise of the movie and he sells these things and of course he has when he lives in a wonderful neighborhood 
as somebody community. who would have, as, as somebody who had that much money would. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the problems come in as uh, his son decide he sees a uh, African American gentleman in the neighborhood running, and he's kind of fucked up, obviously, because people are hunting him. And he sees him, and he opens the door and lets him in, and then recloses the door. Well, the people who were hunting them were a bunch of uh, young, uh, young, I would say college-age students. Entitled, and uh, rich entitled, folk. And uh, speak very perm and proper, by the way. Yeah. Because remember, the first announcement at the door is, Mr. Sandin. Yeah. You are keeping us from our our constitutional right to purge. Who is that actor, by the I, way? Uh, I do, um, hold on, let me get the, I have the, the actors down here. We can't have that air. So Max just... Burkholder. <laughs> yeah. Or no, no, that's the kid, sorry. Uh, Rise Wakefield. Was the polite stranger? Okay. By the way, that's his name in the movie, Polite Stranger. That's cool. Uh, Edwin Hodge played the bloody stranger. He's the guy that most of these people don't even have names. Yeah. I just want to throw that. So he's the place. Uh, Max Buckholder played Charlie Sand, and that was the the kid that let him in. Well, Sorry. it's very realistic that they don't have names because it's not like there'd be a time to. Oh, hey, I'm this person from. And I used to do this, and this is what we're. Yeah, you know, I, like, I, I when are be, you gonna have that conversation? I'd agree with you. I, I'd be more weirded out if they were like, hey, you know. By the way, so anyways, this movie takes place in the house and of course the, they get in and, and and let the fun ensue i'm just going over the the the, the stuff and then we're gonna go over with uh, uh and you know things happen but good body count i'm one of my favorite is uh he needs shotguns the one chick and she looks like a flying squirrel as she gets shotgunned Jeez. uh and of course the neighbors come to the rescue but they don't the neighbors are actually there to kill the family yeah they're taking part they're participating and then uh, actually the, the fun part is uh that that's when the bloody stranger comes in because he returns the favor as uh you think that our Sandin family is going to get the father is murdered mm-hmm. but as you think that the rest of the family is going to get it he comes out and uh he he's willing to kill them for this family and the mother says nope we're going to sit at the table we're going to wait it out and of course then the siren goes off and how uncomfortable is that i i love the ending of this movie uh, but we're just gonna start there and then we you guys can dive in what you think i love the ending of this movie because how uncomfortable is it if you came there to kill somebody they're making you sit at a table you aren't able to kill them but now you have to face this person who um, every day that you try to kill yeah. like i was like that's an ingenious ending and of course everybody leaves at the end of the day and goes out the front door when the purge alarm sounds yeah. uh so with that best being said mike uh, from your bunker, what do you think about the purge? And does your does your bunker have purge security on it, brother? Uh, yeah, I just installed it this morning, actually. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, good call. So, yeah, you might yeah, need it because I'm coming uh, for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, while we were recording the show, um, my mother uh, tried to call in. I hope that didn't cut out because I was actually talking about. I, I think we heard the, the click, but that was, yeah, yeah, that's it. You're fine. Yeah, well, she was actually bringing me food supplies. Oh, awesome. So, awesome. um. She's a class yeah, act. I had to put down the, uh, I had to put down the uh, security because I thought she was going to come and kill me. Ah, so, okay, yes. but so, you put it right back yeah. down though, right? You it didn't was leave someone it with your mom mask. She, they had a, <laughs> yeah. they had a, yeah. a, a mask. mask. Get a mask on, and it, it was just it was very uncomfortable for everybody in the house. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, my mom is she's she's been taking good care of me. She's been finding supplies and, and dropping it off to me when I needed it. So because I can't find any, but. Um, you know the purge. Uh, the rest of the series, I like. I like everything. I didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of the first purge because uh, I just recently finally saw that, and I still haven't seen the film. The, the first one. purge. The the first right, purge. Yeah, yes. the film. Yeah. The first purge. Yeah. The prequel. The prequel. Yes. I the last just saw one that a couple line, of weeks yeah. ago. Finally, so the only one I haven't seen was the third one. Um, the other ones in the TV series, although there's horrific things going on, I really don't classify them as a horror movie. The first one was very much a horror movie. Though. Yeah, it was very much almost, almost slasher esque. Yeah, slasher horror, 
but it almost had like a or yeah it, it almost had like a slasher feel to it to me um so i don't know if it's the masks or what but um you know it's a terrifying movie very well acted um one thing that uh, i i guess i'm not a fan of is, from the series standpoint is i wish that there had been a direct sequel to this one or i hope that they go back and they do a direct sequel at some point just to kind of follow up with the family and the neighbors and stuff i don't know i, I yeah. kind of i think there's more story there that I, I i could agree with you uh, i do like that ending though where like yeah you just okay that happened and uh, we're just gonna go about our normal business and uh you tried to kill us and that's uh yeah okay fine these are your neighbors right you know that's that's such a that's such a cool concept if it's left open that's fine but yeah there is more to work with i i agree with you there yeah i, I definitely agree I, I it's it's i i thought it was a great premise i mean yeah i mean the natural relation is going out into the world uh and and making things happen uh i i don't know i i really always enjoyed it it's uh it is what it is as, as far as close contained thrillers go though or like horror movies um you know like there there were a few like home invasion movies like r- that was kind of becoming popular around the time yeah but this one strangers this one t- yeah strangers um them mm. uh, do you remember them yeah i remember them that was a, that was a creepy one and what this one did is it brought in like a science fiction concept high concept science fiction into the mix with the political with the political aspect so like this is an alternate history you know like almost Mm -hmm. like like plot against america which is coming out on hbo which is pretty cool like an alternate history like 2003 ish is where you say it yeah i think it's around 2003 so like we have this alternate united states where this is happening and so that's like pretty high sci-fi concept stuff with the home invasion thriller with horror movie elements like that's just brilliant writing that's yeah. just good writing i mean i think where the sequels diverse from the original and make them less horror is because they dive more into the government conspiracy side yeah yeah they start to dive into i mean there is carnage and there is that but you get to see that there's this whole conspiracy by the government to eliminate people because that's yeah. one of the big things in those movies is that the government is actually out there killing off the poor yeah whether it's a, whether it was Anarchy, which was second, or Election Year, which was the third movie, and then the first Purge, even mostly the first Purge is heavy on that. Oh yeah, uh, a little heavy handed. Yeah, because yeah. they do it in that apartment building in New York City. Yeah, and they and it's all the military trained people. Yep, um, so it's interesting. The second movie felt more like an action movie. To yeah, me. Um, like yeah. I, I like it, it but it, it was it was just basically like an action movie though. It, it was like the Warriors with guns. Yeah, because <laughs> as yeah. you made it through different Frank Grillo, was, yeah, he was great. But, oh, he was great. Yeah. But I, I'm just saying, it was like the movie The Warriors because basically you were going through each part of the city and each part had their own little gang or clique, yep. if you will. Yeah, and it was like no, but with guns. I think that was the best way to explain <laughs> right Purge Anarchy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the Edwin Hodge, um, the uh, the stranger from the first one. They got the guy that they let in in the first one. Uh, I like that he was in the second one. I guess he's in the third one too. Okay. Um, but uh, I like that he was actually that they carried on his character. He was the only one that was in the first three movies. Okay. I yeah, didn't even catch on to that really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended up being the leader in the second one. There was like yeah. from what I remember, I only saw it once and it was years ago. But there was like a mass group of guys and you didn't know what they were doing. And turns out they were actually trying to take down the founding fathers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They were helping out, people he out. Was the leader too. of that group. Yep. 
Yeah, it's a, now it, I remember. Like I said, the concept is definitely grown and, and is great. I like, I love the show, I love the movies, and I love the fact that they've built this universe, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I agree. I think the first one stands out to me as being a, a horror film, very, unique. very good, very good, unique horror film. Uh, like I said, it, it it does have slasher elements. I'll agree with Mike there, but at the same time, there's not a high body count because you shouldn't have a high body count in something that's in such close quarters. Well, the body count ends up being the bad guys for the most part, right? Yeah, 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 yeah which is for except. For it's the like dad, a reverse slasher in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's almost it's I it's it's s to like a uh, last house on the left. Yeah, where it's what yeah. would you what would you do in face with protecting your family? Yeah, because I mean, that's how last house right. on the left the, the 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 villain becomes the hero, if you will, or the hero becomes the villain in a way. Because if you think about it, last house on the left, that's very much the premise. You I mean they killed off the daughter? Yep. Uh, you know, I, I know we're not reviewing that movie this week, but still think about it. They killed off the daughter, then they end up at their house, and what would you do? It puts you in. I think that's what makes that movie terrifying, especially the original version. I mean, the sequels, uh, the remake is the remake is well. underrated. Well, here's the thing: I love the fact that the remake's more violent yeah the remake is really violent like the re- remake is more disturbing because of the violence than the original the, the original, original felt like uncomfortable it was... because of the sex because there's a lot of the rape in the the, the yeah. is heavier on the rape less on the violence and it whereas felt like the remake it was... was like very violent the the original last house on the left felt like it was real though too right <laughs> like, it was like ugh. right but i think it might have been but, but it, <laughs> it might have been a snuff <laughs> film snuff film it was but but if you think about it, but my point still stands, and and that's why I said that that's where this movie kind of falls in, and where oh, it gets man. the horror element. Because yeah. what would you do to protect your family? Absolutely. You would go above and beyond. Because it's not, and well, they're it, not they're not about killing people. That's why they're hiding out during the purge. But yeah. when when the chips were on the line, they start picking people off. Same thing in in, in that. What eyes. happened? What what? Yeah, exactly. But what happens in Last House on the Left? I mean, you, your daughter comes is raped. You you have the you have the opportunity to get rid of the rapist who raped and you know oh, man. you know what your daughter and guess what are you going to do it and and it shows you the evil within a normal person I think that's the horror of the purge yeah the performance you see the the horror especially. of that but then you see that the humanity is still there too yeah because if you think about it he's only doing it out of necessity he's not really whatever and then the family itself at the end you see that humanity is still there because she's like nope not going to kill you but yeah. I think it's almost more of a dick move like I said before that's one of my favorite parts is I'm going to make you sit here we're going to hear the buzzer although the one lady goes for the gun and she breaks her nose remember that yeah, that's yeah. hilarious don't fucking move again yeah. i was like yes <laughs> yes but you're I, i'm gonna make this uncomfortable for you because yeah. then you're gonna have to see us until we are able to move you're gonna have to see us and know that you are gonna kill us and you know that i know you're gonna kill us yeah and so maybe next year on the purge maybe i won't have the same philosophy maybe next year we'll come i'm gonna it. hunt yeah. you yeah. and that, that has to be in the back of your mind like yeah. if it's revenge coming i think i think that's really that's why i think the dynamics and it's such a good movie if you have not seen it you can find it on youtube uh, yeah. the, the youtube movies uh which 399 by the way not too bad amazon prime is also 399 google play movies 399 i'm not sure if it's on any of the uh, platforms it doesn't say uh, mm. on here but i do want to play a little game that we play from time to time and let's see if how close people can get on the uh ratings so okay. The All first, right. the first two are going to be uh, points, so one point, whatever. We'll go by Price's Right rules. I like that. Uh, and uh, the first one we'll do is Roger Ebert. It's it's out of four, but it can have points. So Rafe, because you're in the room, what do you think it is? Who's who's Rafe? Okay, sorry, the professor. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> so who, who do you think it got out of four from Roger Ebert? From Roger. Roger Ebert was alive when he. Uh, I, it, it's just it's his, from Roger Ebert. Yeah, Robert okay. Um, I'd say. Th- 3.5 out of... No, 3. 3. three. Okay, Mike, what do you think it got? The first movie, I would say 3 out of 5. Or 3 out of 4. 
Uh, Roger Ebert gave it a 1.5 out of four. Sorry, so you go through. Wow. Uh, IMDb Idiot. is next, Idiot. and this is out of this is out of ten. IMDb out of ten. And these are an amalgamation yep, for yep. IMDb. Yeah, yep, it's like yep. a bunch of reviews. Okay. So uh, out of ten with points, Mike, what did the IMDb give this? Out of ten. Um. Well, after the Ebert score, I'd say a six out of ten. Okay. So and this includes like audience stuff, or is this, this is critics? just uh, it's just critics? Uh, I'm gonna go with seven. Okay, your Mike was closer, but you're both wrong. Five point seven out of ten. Jesus. Ah. Rotten Tomatoes. Now this is a combination of critics and user scores. Wait, are we gonna do the critics reviews first? No, it's just the common. It's just uh, it's the okay. overall because they do the audience. Yeah, score. yeah. This is the, this is the overall score they used. I'm just doing it, pulling off of okay. Google. Uh, f- uh, what Rotten Tomatoes overall score? What do you think this is at out of 100 percent? Professor, don't want to mess up the name again. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's Professor to you. The eight out of ten. So at 80 percent, 80 percent, yeah, percent. So 80 percent, 80 percent. Mike. Um, Earth to Mike. I'm gonna. Say, I don't know. This one's kind he's, of surprising he's me because crunching it the numbers. Like, you know, the, it seems like I, I a remember lot of things people, are low, right? This is a good movie. Yeah, I, I remember a lot of people liking the sequels more than the original. Now that we're talking more about, really, this, so I'm gonna say more like forty percent. Bam! You got a random number. Rotten Tomatoes is forty percent, which 40? is surprising to me. What? But here's the telling wow. one: Google users. Google users are usually this is all of us. This is there's no critics. The common this. man. This is the common man. Woman. People who buy. I'm gonna even hit. I'm gonna hit the like button because I liked it. Didn't change the score. Okay, <laughs> Mike, you can go first. You can go first, Mike. Well, you never know. We could be on that one point that changes it over. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike, out of hundred percent, what did Google users give this? Mind you, this is only fans. So there there could be detractors too, but fans. And this is out of 100 points? 100 percent, yep. 65. Professor. 80 percent. Professor gets this right, man. Yes. 85 percent on Google. So see, mm, see, wow. it is it is fans love this movie. Yeah, it's just it's critic, a good movie. and obviously critics don't. Yeah, critics uh, can go like there's no worse there's no more worthless job than being a critic, I will say, because like these are people when they judge something, I'd like to see them do something better. You know, like if you really dislike this movie, uh, do make something better. Then I'd like to see what you could do, buddy. You know, like that's the kind of attitude I have with critics. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, good stuff. Like if they've never you made, you realize a... we uh, we write reviews too, there, professor. Well, yeah, but we have some experience, and I've made like I've made movies, I've edited things, I've done like I ma- I make things. You know, like. Uh, we we have these experiences and you know like i would love to take that challenge like if i'm gonna judge something i would love to take the challenge and make a better version like see what i would do if i had the means to do it so like a lot of these critics a lot of these critics really like uh unless the the criticism i always pay attention to are the other filmmakers not so much the critics in their tower like they've never made a movie they've never made anything other than just criticizing people for stuff so like i you know unless the person has actually made a movie or is a writer like experienced in writing stories or like a or like a screenwriter or someone who writes scripts um unless they do the actual work um, then I don't really credit their uh, view. Yeah, I, I agree with you. 
Uh, I, I, that's why I say I take it and leave it for critics. I don't always listen. I, I try to find a critic that I agree with. Yeah. Sometimes you will find a, you, can, you can find critics that you, you have similar views, and I I usually look to them because I feel like they're gonna uh, you know have a similar view to mine. I don't. With that being said, I don't ever go to the big websites because yeah. those guys are usually easily bought. Yeah, those they, guys are the ones that you know. Hey, you know we're gonna fly you to the premiere. Like we're Peter Travers. Yeah, a lot of know. those guys. A lot of those guys are really believe it or not paid for their positive review. Yeah. Uh, so it's that, that's real. That's just and they thing. they just want to get their blurb on the mm-hmm. DVD or Blu-ray box and like you know and see like it, it's just it's just a thing like if if uh, you you can tell in the writing too and what they talk about and what they actually analyze um, if they're analyzing like really the technical aspects of the filmmaking and the storytelling and the performances and all that you can tell when someone knows what they're talking about but a lot of these critics are really just trying to get their personality out there and like this is who I right. am and this is what I think and you know so those are the ones I avoid and especially I count the critics who um, who have experience like a Patton Oswalt right like I look to Patton Oswalt a lot for like pop culture stuff and this guy has written screenplays he's written a film he's you know performed he's a performer he he's an actor he has the experience his view of a film is higher on the list than some some newspaper guy in Broome County who has never made or even like watched like right, no, <laughs> a lot you. of movies like you can watch enough movies if you study movies your your viewpoint is more legitimate than some some average Joe who never watches anything well know? yeah I looked uh, a lot of times on nerdy stuff I looked uh, Kevin Smith yeah Kevin, know, Smith. Kevin Smith does a good job because he's coming from the place of a fan yeah he's and he's made really, films he's made and... film. so he knows the technical side but a lot of times his review is from the place of a fan yeah and I Patton does the same thing and they can break down the technicals and they'll yeah. tell you what they thought technically exactly. but they'll also also tell you what that they this is what i felt as a fan yeah and that's what i look for in critics because you can find them on smaller websites and stuff they're they're just breaking things down as a fan i mean even if they get paid uh they're not being paid exactly by the uh companies yeah they're, they're getting paid to write the article but at the same time they're coming at it as a fan yeah i really get bogged down when they start dissecting things and trying when you start hearing them compare things to other movies that have nothing to do with that movie yeah then you know you're in like pro- like av club uh, especially is really bad with this like they and pitchfork reviews and stuff sometimes you get like a few paragraphs and they haven't even gotten to talking about the movie or what they're reviewing yet it's just like oh this is my experience as a child and this is why i feel the way this is my personality and now i'm going to talk about the movie it's like eh, fuck you uh get to the point get to the movie uh we don't care who you are i don't care who you are uh just tell me like is is it does it work as a movie you yeah, know. <laughs> it's like uh, there's there's uh, and we're not going to give his name, but Mike has a favorite uh, critic on uh, Bloody Disgusting since we do horror stuff. Oh, that and, guy. Uh, and this guy literally, if it doesn't fit into his political political agenda, will shit out a movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say his name. I do. I have his no, name. But there's I'm not blast there's him. so many of those, though, that like it's like paragraph 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 of just like this is this is how I was raised. This is what I view politically. This is how I view things and this movie. And then they finally get to the movie. Uh, and I like with my students, I'm like, get to the point, get to the point. I don't want the fluff. I don't care about who you are, or what you're doing. Just get to the point. Do you understand the information? Do you understand what's going on? Um, and it's pretty clear in some of the writing when they don't understand what they're talking about. I look at it like this. I mean, and I think we do a good job. Both of you guys that do a lot of reviews uh, for us. I think we do a good job about being a fan. I mean, yeah. yes, you break down some of the technicals and the atmosphere and the music and stuff like that. That's part of being a fan. That's part of what yeah. sets the mood. It's sexy. But, yeah. but at the yeah, but at the same time. 
it's coming from a place of a fan. Yeah. It's coming from like your feelings about why you love or hate a movie or are indifferent about it, or because as a fan, did it entertain me? Yeah. And I, I feel like that gets lost sometimes, especially when you start getting bogged down into, oh, does it fit my politics? Or, oh, does it, I don't care about your politics. I don't care how you grew up. And I'm not saying that in a mean way. I, I really am not. I'm just saying, I don't care. That doesn't yeah. make, uh, to me as a fan, and if I want to go to see a movie, I just care if I'm going to like the movie. Yeah. And if you like the movie, there's a chance that I might like it. And why did you like it? Yeah. Not, not because of some, you know, I've never liked a movie in my life because it reminded me of my childhood. Yeah. I've never liked a movie in my life because it fit into some political or religious or whatever belief I have. Yeah. I've never liked a movie for those reasons. I can promise you that. Yeah. I, it's not, not even what I'm thinking about. When I'm in a movie, you know what I think about? Do I like this fucking movie or not? Yeah. Did I waste two hours of my life or an hour and a half or whatever it is of my life sitting here? Like, you know, you know, when you're sitting in a theater and you're 45 minutes into a movie and you're like, this feels like forever. This yeah. is horrible. You and know? then, and then you sit there. And that's the, how I felt with, uh, that's how I felt with Halloween 2018. Yeah. <laughs> you're the only one that felt that way in this, in this, you in are this the only podcast. person in the world that felt. Well, that way. no, there's a, there's a few others, but I, 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 I equated this. <laughs> Mike is a real life professional hater. Yes. <laughs> He's the hipster of horror movies. Yeah. He's the hipster of horror movies. If somebody loves something, he will find a way to not love it. Yeah. And even well, things, by the way, even things that with my reviews for the most part, I, most of my reviews, <laughs> I give, you know, six, seven, eight out of 10. I know. Yeah. I, I'm just so, picking, I'm just picking on you. Yeah. Mike. We're just calm joking. down. Calm down. Don't get all. No, you guys are, don't get all. Don't, don't destroy that bunk. Don't 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 hurt yourself and come out of that bunker because you're upset. It's just going to turn into Yosemite you know Sam. I've got nowhere to run right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and those walls are made of metal since you changed it over, so you can't even punch the walls. So yeah, so calm it down in there. Uh, but no, seriously though, like I I decided to bust on you, but on a, on a serious note though, like you can love, but that's the whole dichotomy here, and we represent three different people about Halloween 2018. Yeah, Mike hated it. You loved it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I wasn't. I, I gave it above a little above average. I enjoyed the movie. It entertained yeah. me. Yeah. At the end of the day, was there problems? Yeah. Does was it work as a I, movie though? Yeah. Once again, it does. But that's like, what I say. I, I even break it down to people. That's what I'll. I, I, even if I give it a lower score, I can tell somebody I've, I've given a movie a lower score, and I've been like, "Hey, you need to go see this." Yeah. Why? Because there was entertaining aspects of the movie, but as a movie, it failed. Yeah. It, 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 whatever reason, it did not. It did not catch my. One of the one of the main ones. We just went and saw The Grudge not that long ago. I didn't like the movie at all. I, I think I gave it a three. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I gave it a real low score. I haven't even but seen it. But it has one of the most disturbing kills in the movie. There's mm -hmm. a couple really good scenes in the movie, so I'm like, hey, if you have it's, time, don't rush out. out and go see it. But if you have time and it's on VOD, watch that shit. You know, yeah. if, you, if it comes on Shudder or Netflix, watch, give it a watch because there's some scenes in that movie that are literally worth seeing. Yeah. However, the movie as a whole, kind of boring and it's just too slow building. These, just, eh. these artists, uh, it takes a lot of time to make a movie um, from screenplay to actual production to actually finishing the thing. A lot of energy from a lot of creative people. Um, and to tear something apart um, just because you personally didn't like it is bullshit. Um, you know, like, because, you know, again, I'd like to see you do better. You know, like, I'd like to see your version you know what would you have done that would have been better you know so like usually i give the benefit of the doubt i try to be as unbiased as possible um you know like the best sources are unbiased well, that's with my students i'm like you know when you're finding sources for research papers you know you got to find the unbiased objective information and yeah you gotta look for the reviewers who are like yeah the movie works it works as a movie technically it's a movie it has a beginning middle end there are characters they go through conflicts things happen they overcome those 
those conflicts or they don't you know there's themes there's messages so if a movie has that then usually you're gonna get like a two and a half three out of four stars for me and then when it's exceptional when it's like mind-blowing like holy shit you have to see this that's when it's like four or five stars or beyond you know like yeah no i got you i i that's what i said i the I know that we criticize and we review things. So that's that's what we do. Yeah, uh, and, and I understand that. But there's there's a place being fair and not being fair. And yeah, and sometimes I think that uh, some of the critics they're not fair because it's not because they're not entertained. It's because they something just, they personally didn't, they, didn't they can't get over their own personality. personality. Yeah, I mean I I admit to that that happens. Like I e yeah. I gave the Joker a lower score. Yeah, and not not a low score. I still said that it's the is one of the greatest performances of all time by Joaquin Phoenix. He oh, deserved yeah, to yeah. win an Oscar, which he did. Yep. And I said that you need to see it just for his performance. Yep. But I did lower the score because I was like, you know what? When I go to a movie, I don't need something over politicized. Well, I didn't a, I didn't need them turning Thomas Wayne into a Donald Trump surrogate. Yeah, I didn't need them turning uh you know telling me rich people bad, poor people good. Well, it's like a, that, that, that and Todd Phillips admitted to it that that was his goal in the movie. It's a questionable movie anyways because uh Joker is because all it is is he took uh Taxi Driver and King of Comedy and put, put it in together. Blender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I I agree. I agree but I knew that right away and then but he made but them one, the Joker like Once again Walking uh, Venus is great as great as Arthur Fleck. Yeah. However, oh, yeah. however yeah, I, I took away from saw it, by the way. Huh? And I, I finally saw it. I, I uh, bought it over the weekend. Okay. And um, I got to tell you, first of all, I, maybe it's because I just got so into it, but I really didn't feel the political messages in it because I was really into it. it. Towards the end, I felt it a little bit, but Joaquin yeah. Phoenix, man, I felt so bad for the it's poor enough. guy. Yeah. He, he it does enough in that. He carries that movie. To make it worth yeah, watching he, still. But he, I'm, he, I'm just saying I took yeah. points away because it was definitely an overtone. Especially, and, and I mean, I guess where you didn't get as much, and I mean, I know the professor would get fans. it. We're comic book fans. Yeah. And we know who Thomas Wayne was. Yep. And that portrayal of Thomas Wayne was nothing like Thomas Wayne. Now, if it would have been Bruce's... kind of... If it would have been Bruce's... Like, ah. gra- think about it. If it would have been Bruce's grandfather of all we know now, yeah, then yeah. okay, it would have fit. But yeah. Thomas Wayne is is considered to be one of the best always men in benevolent Gotham. like yeah, and that's why his people. death that his death made gotham suffer yeah and and that was one of the things that has always been driving if he was really as bad as they made him and they like i said they made him basically a trump surrogate if yeah. he was bad as they portrayed him to be they wouldn't have they didn't care when he died yeah but in the world of gotham in the comic book world his death was a big tragedy not just for the wayne family but for, for gotham as a whole yeah because he was a humanitarian absolutely so like to paint him in a different light it and mind you, it's because I'm a comic it's book It's like fan. a one-shot, though. Like, it, it, it's okay to do that in the comic books. You have those one-shots where, like, you have an alternate version of things. So it does kind of work. Right. And I said, like I said, I only deducted some points. Yeah, yeah. Like, instead of giving that an eight or a nine, I dropped it down to a six and a half, seven. Yeah. And, the, and so it's not like I was unbrutally fair, but I was just saying, personally. Just not Thomas Wayne. Well, per, well, personally, I didn't like the didactiveness. Yeah. It's like, don't take stuff to make it into what your political element is. Yeah, I yeah. don't sound like being movies that are didactive. I really don't. I'm, yeah. I, I'm more about, hey, I want to forget, just like the podcast, and I say this to you guys, Turn off I want to the... make this I want to make this as fun as possible because people listening to this are dealing with real life. Yeah. Let's entertain. Yes. And I mean, I guess that's a place where we come from in our reviews. So uh, great podcast, though. Yeah. But uh, if you guys uh, want to tell us how you felt about The Purge or anything we talked about or anything you would like us to talk about, you got a movie you want us to review, anything, we're open to any suggestions or just want to say hi, especially because, you know, the professor's wandering around the, the world now yeah, that got, he doesn't it, have a place to be, really. Yeah. Uh, you can do that by going on <laughs> and, Facebook. And poor Mike's in the bunker. Yeah, Mike is in the bunker. We got to send him as much love as we can. I'm underground. Yes, I know, I know. We, you're it not, sounds you're like it. To, You're not supposed to disclose the bunker situation. It sounds like you're underground. It's just an undisclosed bunker. You can't say you're underground. <laughs> 
underground. You can't say you're above ground. You can't say that the 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 you just got to doesn't bunker imply underground. Bunker bunker does imply underground. But people <laughs> it build, might be in the people air. People build above ground. It could be don't tell them bunker. Don't tell them that you spent all that money. A bunk bed. Don't tell the people you spent all that money to be in one of those. Uh, former uh, military silos that they have turned into uh, a bunker situation. Don't tell them that you're actually in K- Kentucky right now, sir. Yeah. sir. Uh, we were going to leave that off the podcast. You just gave it away. You said it first. Anyways, if you want to make sure that he you has... You told him I'm in Kentucky. I don't. I don't remember. I don't recall it, sir. Anyways, <laughs> if, uh, if 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 you want to help keep him time in between him going to the spa in the gym in the pool that's in the bunker because he's in one of those rich bunkers. Yeah, son of a bitch. Bastard. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, we're out here starving. This our political goal. <laughs> down with the rich. Mike C. Now I'm joking. It's all a joke, folks. What do you think uh, took all the toilet paper? <laughs> uh, what well, real you life son villain. of a bitch? Real life villain. But anyways, if you would like to drop him a line, in all seriousness, now if you would like to drop him a line, drop us a line. And let us know what's going on facebook uh we are horror zone 607 like and share that page we are on Facebook or we are on twitter sorry and instagram at horror zone 607 and on facebook actually you can type in at horror zone 607 <laughs> and facebook find us as well yeah uh, but anyways twitter and instagram at horror zone 607 hashtag hg607 for any time you want to talk about the uh horror show here and uh of course 8122 will be back up it's getting renovated right now so it's down so if you go there don't freak out it will be back up soon uh just kind of doing some spring cleaning if you will just Especially, trying to get it up well here's the <laughs> I, I, i'll be honest with you here's the real problem Sorry we, had, we had future events and stuff on there that uh, no longer exist yeah uh, due to so, the coronavirus yeah. so we're kind of i have to fix the things just got to get it up gotta get it up gotta yeah, get it up you know. yeah they, they make pills for that <laughs> anyways uh of course if you would like to sponsor us or support us monetarily during these times uh you can do that and get a ton of bonus content patreon.com slash 8122 productions trust me you will not be disappointed only one dollar a month that is twelve dollars a year or three dollars if you a uh, month if you really want to uh get a comfier seat but anyways we appreciate anything we can get if not we will keep bringing you the fun You'll, in the free entertainment remember support local you could get a handwritten letter from the professor yeah, you might. Right? Yeah. Uh, here's the thing: support local. Please support your local restaurants, game shops, comic book shops. Uh, Kill the franchises. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Just, just please support this. Everybody in the time you need. If you need uh, gaming needs, uh, DragonMasterGames.com. You know they support us. We support them. Uh, so please uh, hit them up for any of your Magic the Gathering, D and D, dice uh, cases, anything, anything gaming related. Yeah, hit them up. Uh, but if you have a local store and you don't want to, and you want to hit that up instead, you know, feel free. Please, please support. If there's local. a local, if there's a local store we should know about that we don't, and you want to tell us about, you know, yeah, yeah, support them local restaurants, buy them gift Let cards. Let us know so we gift can cards tell. and gift certificates are always good in the time of need. If you don't need anything right now, if if you want to donate to that cause, please do. We will of course help. support local musicians. Bandcamp's a perfect way to do that. If the, they have a website or a Facebook page and they have merch, do that. Whatever it takes, please. We need to come together for that. I know we're driving it home once again. We, I promise we won't go as long but please i want to drive home please support people in this time of crisis with that that's all i got mike so take them home all right well thank you guys for holding down the fort for me this week and uh however many weeks in the future that we have to do it this way so i appreciate that uh, i just want to you know again wish everybody well out there everybody stay healthy everybody stay safe um we're going to keep bringing you this this uh show keep you guys occupied and uh you know we hope you enjoy the uh the content that we bring you the show might be a little bit different for a while but uh we're gonna keep having fun because that's what we do yeah so uh so professor yeah thank you sir you're hey anytime yeah Yeah. Yeah. i'm here sorry i'm here sorry i'm here his eyes just rolled back and said hold on (laughs) yeah he's back (laughs) 
Jeez. <laughs> you know, I take everything back. I take everything back. No, he, I, I think away. he had an episode. Sorry. Yeah. We're, we're, trying yeah. not to, we're, we're trying not to get too Corona in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to clean this before you come back either. <laughs> That's I'm fair joking. enough. I'm just, I'm fair joking. enough. There are uh, no wipes left anyway. We're so. going to wipe it down. We're going we're gonna to Clorox clean this whole office uh, when it's all said and done. <laughs> spray it all down. Uh, we should do that because Diesel... In more ways than one, spray it down. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. oh, trust me, Diesel's in I the bet. studio. It's been sprayed down in that way. Oh. Don't worry about it. Uh, you're, yeah, you're, we're all sitting true. in a spot. Yeah, got to be careful of that. <laughs> Don't bring a black light in here is all oh. I'm saying. <laughs> Love is scary. It can be real scary. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Mike. Yeah, no, thank you, buddy. Thank you for Skyping me in. And, uh, you know, who knows where I'll be next week? I might be in my undisclosed uh, bunker. I, I could be uh, I could be someplace else. I could be in my own personal Learjet. You know, yeah. Who knows where I'm going to be? But I will be here, as you guys will be as well. And, uh, you know, we just hope you guys will keep tuning in and having fun with us. So until then, this is Mike C. saying, see ya. <laughs>